0: guy who's waddling towards me was not the guy that was on the um, you know, it was on his profile he's so true he was waddling down the street and I thought and he waved to me so I thought no oh, that's not him, you have and, that you know, <laughs> moment yeah that moment,
1: like no that and I'm be not him. good at
0: the poker face so I sort of saw him and thought recoiled oh, now
2: in to the conversation for her, by her
3: Thank you for tuning in to the Conversations official podcast. I'm Frances Draskow, I'm a fashion and travel photographer and the founder of SoSheTravel.com and I'm really excited to be part of this amazing female movement and I am surrounded by some of those accomplished women today, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Over to you,
1: Robin. Hey, now I can't wait to get started, it's just such a nice opportunity to let the world know what you think, you know, (laughs) I mean I think I do it daily but you know it's an official it's official way of doing it and um, so I am Robin Richford I'm Scottish as some of you might know some, of you might not know. Really? some know. people <laughs> might not pick it up so yeah we're just gonna put that out there uh, I'm a presenter so I spend my life talking so I've finally managed to um, turn what I do anyway into a career so that's handy and yeah I just love life pretty much what about you Cheryl?
0: Well, do you know what? I feel as though the UK has been crying out for a podcast like this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's such a great <laughs> opportunity to get different women of different ages, backgrounds together to share their opinions, ideas on topics that affect all of us in yeah, some way, yeah, shape true. or form, regardless of our background. Um, as for me, my name is Cheryl Fergus-Ferrell. I am a, an accountant by day. A presenter <laughs> by night, I was a cut yeah. <laughs> and a bit of a social justice warrior while I'm at it. I'm from Croydon. Um, i'd just like to say don't listen to the negativity about croydon no, i went
3: there once i have my own negative vibes oh
0: come on <laughs> you've got to go down to box park it's not that bad okay, okay. i Maybe love croydon this. went there
2: once and got robbed introducing monday everyone <laughs> <awkward>. <laughs> okay so we are we aim to be entertaining and educative all at once we'll be exploring topics that affect women from all across the world from matters of the heart and all the way to careers and progression. To find out more about food and what we have for dinner, which is my favorite question, because I'm always <laughs> thinking about food because I'm a massive, massive foodie. Mm, but I do too. have a real job. <laughs> food is key. It's food is it's, it's my life, life. I can eat all the time. But it's I do have a real big. job. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but it's it's bae, I love it. Um, and I'm a good cook. I find that people who are foodies can't cook, but I can cook.
0: Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. an added bonus then. At least I you're not,
2: yeah. I <laughs> Make nice stuff for yourself. But yeah, I do. So I'm a Mac maker, artist, part-time radio host, and full-time foodie. So yeah, that's
3: me. Brilliant. Thank you, Mona. And don't forget that we have regular features coming up, and you are in for a real treat today.
1: Yes, Frances, we'll have things like the Culture Corner and Pet Peeve of the Week, which I'm sure people will be using as a fabulous opportunity to rant, but you know, mm-hmm. it's all good fun. Yes, I'm like, my
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, we
0: also want to be able to connect with all of you. So, for each episode, we're going to have a unique hashtag. And of course, we want you to follow us on all social media platforms at Women of Power UK.
2: Right, so speaking of pet peeve of the week, I'm going to jump straight into it and talk about my pet peeve. So this happened to me a couple of days ago. I was on the tube. I'd come off the train and I was walking down the platform. Everyone's very aggressive. People get on my nerves. Yeah, so, I the tube was <laughs> your pet peeve. Wow. <laughs> no, this man was my pet peeve. So he stepped on the back of my foot the first time and I thought, okay, right, I'll be a good and let it slide off. <laughs> Second time he stepped on my foot again. Then I turned around and gave him a look like.
0: The look of death. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's literally like, yeah. behave. Third time, he took my shoe off. And you think he would have stopped and been like, okay, this is my bad. Oh no, he carried on walking and I had to fix my shoe. So I pulled it back. I was like, you took my shoe off? Yes. Did yes. you actually yes. physically yeah, grab him yeah, back? I pulled him back, 100%. I was like, you took my shoe off? And he was like, oh, like, I'm so sorry but I was like, yeah, you should be. Put my shoe back on, happened to me again. Same
3: day, no different yeah. person.
2: Different person. Well, the same
3: guy. He's just coming out. He's just like following around, trying to take a shoe because exactly. he doesn't know how to talk to you. He was like How hey. do I say hi? Oh, oh, I'll take it. a Maybe She'll pull me up again. Uh,
0: Shake. Well, mine's definite. kind of um similar, but only in the sense of it happened on the tube. So this happened to me a few days ago. I was at Victoria Station, just about to exit the barriers, and there was a lady behind me. Uh, who approached the uh, ticket guy and she said, oh, I'm looking for the district line. And he said, oh, well, you've already buzzed in now. So you've tapped your Oyster card. You're going to mess it up if you go out again. You can follow the signs along the platform. And the tone, the general tone was just quite aggressive and very dismissive. Mm. And she was, it was quite obvious that she was foreign. And I just thought, do you know what? this is unacceptable. I mean, we are supposed to be quite friendly here, you know. We're, yeah, we're I feel like that. TFL
1: are normally quite good as well. Yeah. 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 And I love
3: their motivational daily quotes. Oh,
0: they're brilliant. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. God, yes. I got so Especially annoyed. More, I just thought, Do you know what? I'm not gonna leave this woman to fend for herself. So yeah. actually I took her downstairs in yes. the escalator, showed her where she needed to go, mm-hmm. and bless her heart. She said to me, if you ever visit Sweden, I hope that you'll find somebody that treats you as nicely as you treated me. Oh, uh, yeah. I Wasn't mean, it added 15 minutes uh, at the end of my journey, but who cares when you've yeah, got to do something good. nice? Well,
3: this is why I don't get the tube. <laughs> my <laughs> pet peeve this week is feeling guilty about healthy choices so I was really excited this week to finally find in my local supermarket some non-dairy Ben & Jerry's which I've been trying to look for ever since they announced it and I got like like this peanut butter brownie. It's delicious so I'm feeling (laughs) like pious and like a totally a healthy option no sugar (laughs) but it's delicious and then I start reading up about it because I'm just kind of annoyed that it's not in my local shop and it's owned by Unilever or Unilever I don't know how to pronounce it but they do animal testing and they're like the worst ethical company in the world with the least amount of ethics and now I feel (laughs) guilty about buying the vegan Ben and Jerry's ice cream and then someone on the internet said oh well if you don't support these vegan initiatives then they'll just keep selling animal products won't they and they'll keep doing that but then still i'm kind of funding that by buying into it i'm sick of feeling guilty for trying to make the right choice and that's my pet peeve this week oh, <laughs> that's oh, heavy that. that is. sounds good <laughs> actually, so, like, every I'm, time i yeah. google it i'm like oh no see quinoa's ruining peru can't have quinoa anymore <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be
0: starving <laughs>
3: yeah
0: you literally won't eat anything no if you you space foods, it's food it's the you? future but I like the idea of the, the non-dairy, because I'm lactose intolerant, and I'm, I always struggle Ooh, with desserts, so uh, yeah, you'll have to give me the name of that later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I don't really have a pet peeve this week, I don't know whether I was just like enjoying the sunshine, and was just like, I'm not going to let anything bother me this week, or I was just spaced <laughs> out, which is probably more likely. Um, But yeah, so I was just kind of wandering through my life this week, I don't really have a pet peeve, however, I do have one in general, Okay. okay. and this is really bad to see. Well, it's not bad to say this, but I have been a waitress, okay? I'm just going to put that out there. That's a disclaimer. But if you're in a restaurant and you sit there for like 10, 15 minutes and you've not had your menu yet, that is a pet peeve because I just think yeah. I get it. If you're busy, like yeah. I'm going to be understanding, yeah. but it's like come at on. Least it's bad to so. yes. the menu to look at yeah. for half
0: an hour. I have. we <laughs> yes. had that on Friday <laughs> yes. when I went out. Yeah, 15 minutes for that. And then you feel guilty at the end. You think, well, I should really give them a tip, but then you there's part of you that thinks, but the service wasn't. Oh no! Good I get arsy
3: from the start if they're slow with that menu. That's the probably no, no. the only kind of service that are, will really annoy Drinks me. Drinks take me- another yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah. It's like
1: yeah. <laughs> well. And you're hungry.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got that off our chest. So let's move on to something that I think is quite positive. I was thinking this week, um, I'm 32 by the way, and you know my career is quite settled now, and a lot of my life choices have come to fruition, and I'm sort of on the next set of what life choices to make, and I was thinking about things I would tell my 13-year-old self if I had the opportunity to have a good sit-down chat with her. So the things I came up with were <laughs> I've been a bit like lecturing to her but I would say say sorry quicker. Um when you grow up your life will be much more about making peace than feeling like you've won, like you'll get balance and calm from that and if you could just start learning to say sorry a little bit earlier, like now, <laughs> things would go better for you. Yeah. Uh, Even I if you t- don't think you're in the wrong. Exactly. Even if I don't think I'm in the wrong, I would say for the sake of peace, whatever costs you your peace is too expensive. That's yeah. my thirty-two-year-old mantra. <laughs> uh, and you know, I would also tell her she's probably hitting my height now, so like five foot ten that that unwanted creepy male attention is not going to go away from people that are way too old but think you're old because you're tall so stop hiding in baggy clothes indoors and thinking that will make it go away like deal with it now lift up your head get out of those bloody hoodies oh i look like I such I'm a god though so years. spending all that time indoors in libraries yeah. as well oh did not, it's a sallow skin oh. uh, so yeah deal with it and uh, and also my brother would have been just born, so uh, he's gonna grow up into the sweetest person you know. So forgive him for throwing up on you all the time because you don't <laughs> like your school uniform anyway. So just let it go. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so why I came sweet. up. With.
0: That is so sweet. What have you got? Come on, um, show them with me. Well, for me, I would tell my thirteen-year-old self, don't be ashamed of your height now I was always very tall throughout primary school towering over my friends and you know when you're that age you just want to kind of be like everybody else so for example in group photographs with my friends I'd be stooping down and any pictures I brought home and showed my mum and dad and I could see my dad sitting there shaking his head and I'm saying what's the matter dad and he said you must learn to be proud of your height many of your friends would be so glad to be your height but you know, obviously looking at that now, yes, I'm about 5'10 now and and Mm. I'm quite comfortable in myself, but at that age I was so, so insecure. I just wanted to be like everybody else. I also had this weird thing where I never wanted to show my arms. I thought my arms were horrible so I'd never wear and I mean mm. bear in mind that I was living in the Caribbean by this point so uh-huh. you can imagine the <laughs> heat and there's me in like really sort of long sleeve t and my mum's <laughs> no. like you're absolutely mad there's yeah. nothing wrong with you And I look back on photos like we all do, and you think, actually, I look bloody good there. Yeah. 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 If I had arms like that now,
3: I'd be laughing. I read a quote this week and it was like, I wish I was as fat as the first time I (laughs) thought I was fat.
0: (laughs) Cheryl, you are not fat. Just wear the crop tops, wear what you wanted to. So
1: yeah. And it's so weird because in your head, you're like, oh, I want to be the same as everyone else. But actually, like, because I'm the other end of the spectrum, so I'm five foot two and a half. So I'm like tiny.
0: I love how you put that half in there. I
1: need it. When you're this height, you need that half. Um and I always thought, oh, I'd love to be taller. So like I feel like you're never you're never really happy. That's yeah. so true. You know I mean?
0: Even down to things like, you know, with us girls and your your hair, like, you know, what people mm-hmm. who've got straight hair, want curly hair, you've got mm-hmm. curly hair, you're trying to straighten the life out of your yeah. hair. Yeah. It's all this kind of... That's another thing you can tell
3: your 13-year-old self. Don't worry, YouTube will be invented and it will teach you how to do your hair. Oh, (laughs) it's great, isn't it? It is great. I'm I'm
0: finally plucking up the courage to maybe try and do some more uh, adventurous styles. God bless YouTube. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. So I think that I would tell my 13-year-old self, I feel like I've always been an old soul. I've always, always been very mature, very wise... Just a lot older for my age, and I always felt old. Even at 13, I would feel old. Even till now, I'm 23, I still feel old. Like, I don't know why, that's just something that I have. So I would tell my 13 year old self that, you're young, like, have fun. And I wish I had a rebellious stage because I never did. Mm. I never rebelled, I always tried to be good and do the right thing. I never just let my hair down, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I never yeah.
0: was just no, a kid. I was the same to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. I was old head kid. on young shoulders. Exactly, that's and the I have
2: stories. Do you know what I mean? I, just, I wish I had like some good. St- I have stories. Now. I can give you some if you want. Oh. <laughs> Climbing out the
0: window when your mum said go upstairs to bed. Yeah, I've got no, loads no, of stories no. now, but
2: I don't. I didn't have any then, and I feel like that would have that developed my character.
1: So yeah. that's something I would tell
2: my thirteen-year-old self.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think I tell my thirteen-year-old self, you have everything you need. So like. I, I mean, i slowed down a little bit. I was going to say my old age. I'm only 25, so I'm not really old. But... I'm 35. Do not say your old age. But in my head, I'm, like, starting to, like, slow down a little bit in yeah. the last few years. I was always 100 miles an hour. Like, I would study, like, all night, and then I'd go to a club, so I'd, like, go straight from, like, hockey to dancing and then be studying on the way whilst eating my dinner and then up again for school and, like... I just say that you have you have everything. You don't have to prove yourself every single day. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought
3: the same thing that like my life was going to end at thirty, or something. Yeah. and I just had to do it all, and then I got to oh, thirty. Yeah. I was like, oh god, I might be alive for ages. I might be alive for another two sets of thirty years. Yeah. I just didn't... what have I got to do yeah? now? <laughs> what, what's the
1: next? Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I need to achieve everything, right? Away.
1: Exactly. And when I was like seventeen, so a bit older than thirteen, I was desperate to get out of like my little town so like from a little town like in the hills in Scotland and I was just like oh my gosh I need to get out of here and I was like so desperate and the irony is like now I'm in London I've been here for seven years and I'm like oh gosh what i do for a week in the countryside so? absolutely <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I'd yeah what do people do when they're not running like for a tube like oh they're actually talking to each other crazy yeah. but yes, yeah, so i tell my 13 year old self you have all the tools you need mm. you don't have to kind of like do everything like yeah. you know what i mean you don't have to be yeah. a netball player plus a hockey player plus i'm not tall enough for netball let's be honest <laughs>
3: center. Center. oh that's
1: what i played
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i did netball too
1: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think that, yeah, those are really nice things, and it's, I feel like you're so much more forgiving of yourself when you look back and see, uh, actually, you were doing all right. You know, yeah. You were doing you right, you're doing definitely. the best you can, definitely. and she got you where you are now. So, uh, in terms of today and modern society and the world we live in, which is completely different from our 13-year-old selves, I want to talk about our main conversation as losing touch now there are loads of dating apps as I'm sure we all know the Mm main ones we've got social media Uh, I think all of us are probably addicted to some form of social media or not I know I have two Instagram accounts and so I'm constantly (laughs) tricking between them um And on a kind of different note with losing touch, on a sexual note, I was reading that in Aarhus, which is Denmark's second biggest city, they have opened a sex doll brothel called Dollhouse. Wow, right. Where each room is themed and there are, you know, I don't know, sex dolls which fit each theme, I imagine, in each room. And sex dolls are now, you know really being promoted as a uh, sort of uh, trying to make them mainstream um, one thing that concerned me about the sales pitch for this was uh it said something like, where all gentlemen are welcome and girls don't say no. Oh. So I was wondering what you guys thought about us losing touch with reality. Obviously, if uh, if the sex dolls and uh, the virtual reality porn make you a little bit uncomfortable, uh, <laughs> you can just discuss the other part. But uh, I think it's kind of interesting how, you know, dating apps, how are they relating to the sex doll? And are we all sort of losing touch with seeing each other face-to-face or even meeting by accident over the supermarket aisle
1: or something. Yeah. That's are you sad a, about it. Well, actually that? when you said that I was like in my head, I mean, I mean it's not all related, but they are kind of all interlinked. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like years ago you wouldn't have had something like that because people wouldn't have been as detached. Do you know what I mean? Or like because we've constantly got these little machines in our hands yeah. and I think I'd like to just put my hand up it's not an AA meeting however I do think I'm addicted I actually do and I thought about that today actually um, and I said to my boyfriend we were out in the sun and I was like I'm not going to go on my phone today I couldn't do it it was so yeah. bad
0: it just becomes part of yourself and I think um, for me personally I I do worry about people I worry about our younger generation as well because I think the communication skills are seriously lacking yeah, in, in, yeah. in some people particularly our young people because they've spent so much time with these tablets or their phone or laptop but you know in virtual reality world as it seems that those communication skills those social groups those gatherings that um, perhaps, Francis, you can relate, you're a bit nearer to my age, that I'll we would have done,
3: yeah. <laughs> done back in up. the day, <laughs> you know,
0: your guides and girls' brigades and things like that. It just feels now that it's it's those sort of things are looked upon as being
3: a bit, like... Mm. We've removed coincidence in a way as well. Yeah. We've, re- we've removed the uh, the art of something happening that's unexpected. We yeah. are trying to AI people. control everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or oh, even if you're friends, even if it was something like a setup, you know, your friend mm. said, "Oh, do you know I've got a friend? I think it'd be, we'd have a party and get together, and you know, sort of have yeah. an introduction there." Yeah. People say that, "Oh, well, I'm too. Sh- I only use these apps and even things like the the sex dolls, virtual mm-hmm. reality world because I'm too shy."
1: Mm. So
0: I can understand where people are saying, "I'm too shy to talk to people in person," so I use this as a form of, of like a safety net. But my worry with that is how safe is this safety net because you're if you're living in this world and you're you're never putting yourself out there when you finally do meet people mm. how
3: is it going to work and do you think that's going to perpetuate that behavior where they then don't yeah. learn how to interact absolutely because, the because and now them. like you said with this
0: uh, with these sex shops and things like that with the yeah. sex dolls they can act out whatever fantasy they want um so is it that they just want sexual gratification as opposed to a relationship
3: or? I what?
2: think, you know, when you said about people saying that they're shy and that's why they prefer to speak to people on dating apps and social yeah. media. The only problem that I have with that is there's a difference between being shy and then there's a difference between being a keyboard warrior and reinventing yeah. yourself because I've been on dating apps and I have some people who, like you'll swipe past people who you know, and you, yeah. you know of them and you know how they are. Yeah. And, or you might not know them directly, but indirectly you know of them, so you, know you of kind them, of yeah. know who they are. But then when you speak to them on these apps, they're coming brand new, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they're, they're very sexual, very forward, very mm. direct, and you're thinking, but you if I was
0: in front you of know, you, you wouldn't know. say boo to a goose. Yeah, yeah. So literally
3: just It does, it gives it
0: you that sort it, of gumption it, it, that we can worry. do anything.
3: Exactly. And we, have, we definitely have an online self and a real self. So yes. the online self yeah. that we can create is always going to be something we sort of project Right. perhaps who we want to be and then does that mean that we've got a disconnect between our actions because whatever our online self does when they meet someone in real life mm-hmm. doesn't matter because it wasn't you yeah do you feel yeah. attached to that person and the same sense. on instagram and twitter and yeah. facebook that person you are projecting onto your social media do you think you can get away with whatever you want in as long as it's in relation to that persona yeah I are think we the
0: curtain comes selves? down eventually I mm. think we, yeah. we obviously we put our best selves forward and yeah. you know we, we, we you know you're not going to put the bad stuff on social media but ultimately yeah. if it gets to the stage where you are going to meet up with this person
3: yeah it's a bit like
0: the old days when somebody a picture of themselves 10 years ago and about five stone lighter if you're planning on meeting me, I'm going to see what you're like. Yeah, that is so funny. And that so happened funny. to me. And then you feel mm. bad because you think, oh my goodness, people. if I tell people this story, they'll think that I'm really shallow for making a judgment call about him. But this guy who's waddling towards me was not the guy that was on the, um, you know, it was on his profile. It's <laughs> so true though. How can he you waddle on your was, profile? <laughs> he was waddling down the street and, I thought, and he waved to me. So I thought, no, oh, that's goodness. not him. You have you that know. moment, you have that
1: moment. Like, no, that. Can't and I'm be not him. good at
0: the poker face, so I sort of saw him and thought. Recoiled.
3: Oh, <laughs> God, <shit." laughs> so, do you think video would be better in dating apps? Oh, stop! No. <laughs> <all the, laughs> but <laughs> how many like guys tough, yeah. will Can you use? imagine know, five pictures of them in sunglasses. <laughs> and <laughs> and with dogs with dogs. Oh yeah. With be- the hat. With their ex girlfriend oh. chopped out, have you seen? Oh.
0: oh, I can't even be bothered to do to to oh, God, create don't. a new profile picture. It's yeah, oh, they've got so about funny. six friends behind them. Which one's you? Sorry. Oh yeah,
3: yeah but all their oh, friends are hotter. I, was I was only say use that.
1: the group picture if you're the hot Awful. one, and if you think you're the hot one, you're probably not. that. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Because you're looking like, oh gosh, no, it's him. Oh no, I'm or all right. Or another thing that that's got to throw this
0: in there that really bugs me. On my experience was on this particular app, I spent a good. 10, 15 minutes, really writing up a nice profile, things, my interests, my hobbies, what I'm looking for on this so site. So you used
1: it properly. So yeah. I used it yeah. as, uh,
0: you know, the people intended. Nobody reads that. And I was going to say I
1: don't. I got, I got, I got about really? seven messages. I, read, I
0: only read. And two Must of them started be. off with alright, you're hot. <laughs> and they didn't even, you know, it wasn't even done with the correct grammar. You're hot or you are hot. And I just think you've read that entire thing, or potentially you've not it. He hasn't read it, And you've just come point. back, yeah. And it's like, come on. And I, and then they get really funny when they've seen that you've read it and you've not responded. And I thought, no, I'm sorry, if you're not going to actually make the effort to also, what at least ask through? me. Is
3: you're hot. You're oh.
0: hot. And of course, it's always a picture of them semi-naked, you know, from the yeah. top up. And then if you do think, okay, let's give someone a chance and maybe have a little he's chat. Because he's hot. <laughs> they still put their foot in it, though. Of course they do. Give it five messages and then you'll get a... Do you want me to send you a you yeah know, because a oh, special pick. Oh,
2: I feel like no, all so of it like, is just
0: about objectifying
2: oh, the people trouble. because if you're swiping, it's literally like a dating buffet at your fingertips. It
0: is. It and is, and you can just buffet.
2: swipe through whoever you want, and everything is very very physical. Yeah, and it's like. She looks like she fits the criteria of being a bad B, and that's what I want. You know what I mean? I've had that, and I've had people with like the stupidest lines, and I think if you said that in front of me, you'd be missing a tooth. So you're like. (laughs) Like you're not from the <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you're always getting messages about <laughs> no, know, what that booty do, though. Yeah, oh yeah God. No, you would it's never really disrespectful, it's about and it respect. puts you off because there are exactly. some good ones out
0: there, like, like you know, us being good ones on there as well. So it, when you do get those experiences, like for me, I just, it just put me off. Yeah, and I, have know, bothered I never get—I,
3: I've never had a dick pic. I've never had that. Your heart. I've, I've never always read the bios. I only go on bio, and I maybe have like accepted one in a thousand it's there's no point in me doing it I'm so picky mm. but then I end up with crazies. Oh. Like, oh yeah you know they send me songs they send me poetry wow so, oh, in some ways I'm like oh no I wouldn't rather have the dick pic. but still at all because I'm a photographer and I, I don't know oh, I feel like there's this feel... misogyny where guys will say oh we should go out and take pictures I'm like oh yeah we should go out and do my day job because yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd love to yeah, do yeah that's and not then, fun for me you know they want to oh look at my mobile phone pictures if we make I, I don't care they're, they're great yeah. for you what do you want me to say these could be a professional no no, they couldn't and then within <laughs> five minutes every guy will try and teach me something about photography so uh oh yeah since you think this one's good maybe oh. i can give you a tip oh, no, i no. said it to people that's I why dude. you don't want to sometimes <laughs> no. you're
0: better off not telling them what you actually no, do for a living just exactly. keep it basic because yeah, yeah you do get the weirdos <sighs> I,
3: I just i decided to completely delete all of that stuff and meet people serendipitously oh that's a big word i, like it, I, like <laughs> I just it. like saying it's like a yeah religious.
1: um
3: but no honestly it's worked out so much better for me i've met so many people just through work through events through my friends yeah. and actually like-minded people and i'm just going back to old school i decided yes but yeah. if uh, if we didn't have any luck dating and uh, we needed our sexual urges fulfilled would you consider using a little sex doll is for it something that's just for men? Because me it's marketed just for men. No, yeah. no. Why?
0: I think why? I'd rather why? take a walk to Anne Summers than than go down the sex doll route. I...
3: <laughs> <laughs> take a walk, see, I think that's part of the problem, though. I think female sex toys are so good, and when you look at what men have got, they've got like flashlights and that's yeah, thing. They haven't there. got a lot I of their mean... stuff.
0: It's really for our benefit as well. Exactly. So it's, they're
3: just like an add-on.
0: So I suppose I can kind of understand yeah. why you know yeah. a man might be interested in you know trying this out being being a little bit controversial here they may say something along the lines of well at least i don't have to talk to her or she's not going to argue that's kind of my gonna... problem
1: with it and, though because yeah, <laughs> then they're like then oh you're they're literally like oh like you talk you've got an opinion you're like yeah hon like yeah, i'm a person Yeah,
0: i have that problem too i've been told that
1: oh you're quite opinionated about
0: things yeah. aren't you you know you know your own mind since when is that a bad thing? Yeah. Right, Sorry. You say it like it's a bad yeah, thing. It, you, yeah, and then you start, yeah. and I started doubting myself after a while, and I kind of spoke to my girlfriends about it, and they were like, Cheryl, you are who you are. Don't you dare change, yes. you know? Yeah. You're not going to be somebody's trophy on a, on a shelf or, or a puppet doll or whatever. Um, the, the, the tagline that you said about that sex doll place. Where all
3: gentlemen are welcome and girls don't say no. Yeah. That when they winner. say girls, it just makes me
0: feel a bit creepy. mean hey, gentlemen yeah. and girls.
3: I mean, sorry. Somebody yeah. was I'm mentioning that. earlier
0: that some of them are different sizes. So um, you but know, where, you where can, are they different sizes? The, 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 <laughs> oh, don't! the oh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the dolls are quite small, so they could be maybe childlike. assumed childlike. Mm. Is oh, where I'm going no. with this. But is that so a way to deal now, with
3: paedophilia? I mean, is that a way for a paedophile to safely deal with their sexual urges? I feel like like it encourages it yeah that's what I was going to say it doesn't encourage them because I feel like sexual urges are very natural and I I know that there are a lot of people who cannot get them fulfilled because they don't have the social skills or perhaps because they're into something that they uh, you know really can't fulfill legally so if those sexual urges could be fulfilled in a safe way with something that isn't Cognizient that isn't awake, that it isn't mm-hmm. aware of what's happening. Would this be better so that they can then start to contribute to society in a normal way without these sort of perversions and fetishizations happening because they're getting that exercised?
1: I get your argument, <laughs> but I don't agree. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't agree with it, but I I do get it. But then what I worry about is like wh- like where do you draw the line? Yeah, and mm-hmm. are they able to? Because like we said, like going back to social media. I find it hard like if I'm out with my friends and I look at something on Instagram it doesn't affect me all that much however if I'm at home alone it's late at night I'm probably a bit tired and I'm just looking on Instagram and you're like oh gosh their life looks amazing it affects you a lot more it does it does massively and so I feel like and sometimes even though we're totally aware that we all put our best selves out there you know it's half of it's BS yeah Yeah. half of it like you know that like she did not wake up like that like that's not a thing and that
0: relationship is not as good as it seems or no, we know that exactly. they can't stand each other in real life Yeah, but like we all...
1: like i even know like knowing all those things that sometimes the line gets blurred between yeah. reality and yeah. what's not and so then i worry that like by encouraging not encouraging it but allowing <laughs> that does that just blur the line do you know yeah. what i mean and then yeah. in their minds they can't I don't know like differentiate
3: basically. yeah or maybe they, they also they might become better at having conversations with women but that step from taking it from mm-hmm. an interaction to a sexual relationship they're never going to learn that. i was just going to yeah. say because that then and also their mm, sexual experience help, is really. them dominated and you know moving these dolls into positions. so the woman isn't giving back in yeah. that situation but on the other hand, what about if you're married or with someone in a long-term relationship and they have a very high sex drive and a way for you to deal with that would be to have them have a sex doll rather than seeing someone else or having an affair or going to see a prostitute. Would that be no. a safe no. and consensual way to
1: deal with She's it? She's like, no. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> Tell me, Mona, the don't. The only me. reason
2: why I feel like that is because I think if there's anything that I find absolutely disgusting... <laughs> don't hold back, don't hold it's somebody who is not able to control themselves and to me that comes under urges because it's like if you're at work and you need to i don't know really go out for a smoke mm. but you've just started work you know you have to control yourself and you are able to do that so why when it comes to sex do people not have the same mentality it's kind of like i have an urge and i need to fulfill it but i feel like you need to be able to control it and i understand about the high sex drive i really really get it but i think it's two people in a relationship and you two need to come to a meeting point because if one person has to rise to the occasion and have sex more times that not that they feel comfortable with but more times that they would do naturally I think it's fair if the other person was able to kind of step down a bit yeah. and have it less yeah. than they would like, because one person is doing it
3: more than they would like. But what if that person isn't doing it more than they would like? What if they're like, no, I only want to do it once a month, thank you. Oh, well, see, I feel like there should always be a meeting ground. Yeah, like a yeah. yeah.
1: meeting
2: I like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. 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 I like be exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's not so. why I'm yeah. looking for me anyway. I want to just be like, none of this and none of that. I wouldn't be like that. <laughs> yeah, With
0: a sex doll, I would have thought that it's a bit like um, when you were saying, you know, you're putting them into their own positions and you're doing this and doing that. It's a bit like when the guy watches excessive levels of porn and then expects you to yeah. act as the women do on the video. Yeah. And it's like, uh, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not going to get that um so yeah i you know i think it's it's all well and good saying you know let's step step onto the the sex doll thing but mm. then where do you go from there
1: that's what i mean yeah I just think. yeah where so does it if go dating, there? how do you then go
0: back and then talk to normal people
3: oh, if you were dating a guy and i say six months mm-hmm. a year getting serious you committed and he tells you he has been to a brothel with a sex doll doesn't have one but has visited a brothel with a sex doll mm. Taken part or just visited? No,
1: taken part. <laughs> just <laughs> taken just in the states. <laughs> I think that's sort of a go for a drink. Uh, would, it, would it be enough you for never you? never know.
3: Would it be enough for you to end things?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, that, that needs to be thrown in. Six months is too long down the line to have not said something about yeah. that. I'd have wanted that thrown in the conversation within the first... Oh,
1: wait, wait. Do you mean he's done it before the relationship? Yeah, before the relationship. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah. you meant like, I don't no. know, he'd like gone on a work trip or whatever, and was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> after cocktails. Well, if he did, if say if that happened, you're in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. with
3: this person now, That's and right, yeah. they cheat on you, would you rather it would be, would you accept it if it were a sextile more than a human being, or would it be worse?
1: I th- Ooh. For me, I think it'd be worse. Mm. Because, f- I, and this is probably quite a strong opinion, but like I wouldn't really see the point. In the sense that, like, to go to all that, it seems a lot of effort. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, <laughs> at least if they met someone else, it could be the fact that they've got like a connection. Yeah. I mean, that hurts, obviously. With somebody, the
0: chemistry or something. Yeah. yeah, it's hurtful.
1: It's hurtful, but, but then it it's like reason. it's life. Do you know what I mean? No STDs though. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, oh, that is one bonus. bonus. I was
2: thinking about that. I'm not sure because I did read somewhere that they were like programming. i was just getting like really out there. Programming some dolls to like keep in. Their DNA and stuff. Oh. Yeah, I know. Really weird. To
3: make... I don't know. Sex babies. Make robot Dollars. babies. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're going to test but I'm just but saying,
2: that. like, you don't know what they're doing. I feel, for me, I just think if somebody was to tell me that, I would literally have the image in my head of someone shagging a doll, <laughs> and I just, I just, I,
3: just don't get it. Do you <laughs> know, like know what I team mean? But I think, it that me. But it I think a lot of it does come, from, I disgust for it does come from us not understanding the need to do it, and I, I don't know. I think that acceptance. Of things that you don't understand is like the path to a healthy relationship so if it were me um, I, I think I'd be all right with it. I think I'd have the conversation because it doesn't disgust me. And it could be because I watched a film called Lars and the Real Girl with Ryan Gosling where he has a relationship with a sex doll. Quite frankly, Ryan Gosling can say anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was wonderful about that film was that uh, the, the worst part in it was his family not accepting that. He thought he was in a relationship with this doll and would take no. her out. And that's what a lot of um, people do end up doing. They they enjoy that interaction um, and i don't know it kind of felt like stabilizers for a relationship in that film but also his choice was that he loved this don although i started the film feeling totally disgusted by the end and it, again could be the Gosling effect um yeah, he left the do i right? hope really everything so that he just wanted his family to accept him even if they didn't want to see him or anything but just to accept him and and they couldn't And they thought it was more disgusting than, say, if you were a paedophile or a pervert. And that that made me really sad. No, that's
0: a bit strong, exactly. um, The
2: thing for me, though, is obviously I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to be, like, 100% passionate. But I just feel like the whole (laughs) thing of not receiving feedback. You know when you said about Mm. somewhere where the girls don't say no? Yeah. If people are falling in love with these sex dolls, what is it you're falling in love with? is it the Agreed. physical and then lust is kind of like covering you because what is it is it her laugh because she don't laugh is it, is it her food because she don't cook like i don't get it <laughs> she's all about <meant> food <laughs> but <do> you,
0: know? <laughs> but do you yeah. get what i'm saying yeah, what
2: is true. it apart from and just that whole there's nothing there there's thing. No, yeah. if she was to get dressed you would dress her mm. if she was to wear makeup you'd put it on her it's ba- the doll is basically an extension of yourself that you get to sleep with so is
3: that then, sorry to be Devil's advocate again, I completely agree with that, is that a way for men who haven't been able to explore their femininity or those issues that they thought weren't masculine, perhaps they're projecting onto the doll so that they're trying to explore that, like putting makeup on her or doing her hair, is that a way for them to connect with their femininity? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow,
0: (laughs) Uh, I suppose that could be an option, but I just, I'm not too sure because I think if it was, if it was that, it would be more of, well, I'm dressing myself up here. You're dressing up a doll that you're then having sexual intercourse with. So yeah, I, 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 it, it just doesn't sit well with me. Uh, i don't think that's
3: yeah. sad no well i am um, no, I, I think <laughs> no. That we already live in a society where um you know we're still fighting the patriarchy and misogyny and men oh, kind yeah. of making decisions for women or just not valuing our decisions so i think that you know there are a lot of things to think about but in terms of uh, of perhaps people who have real difficulty i think people who are handicapped who want to start exploring their sexuality that could be something Mm -hmm. uh but yeah whether that behavior then encourages uh the sort of treatment of women as uh yeah as objects as objects Mm. rather than Mm. intelligent women that we are we are very intelligent but just (laughs) a to point back to uh social media as well and that disconnect with society um do we feel there are any big dangers from that as well is it just because we all use that and we accept it that we're uh, like oh no that's bad do you know i don't think there's any more dangers than say th-
0: going on the dating app hmm. i think if you're on, if you're happy to go on a, a dating app uh, or you're you know you're happy to go on facebook or something like that i don't see that there's any real difference there for example i know of two people who were private messaged by somebody who just saw their profile got in touch with them and said, oh, I like your profile, you know, and started chatting to them. They subsequently ended up dating these people. Yeah. So in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> what that, what very common. Was yeah. it the answer to say? <laughs> Hit me up in the DM. Yeah. yeah. Get Slide me being all the cool. DM. Slide in the so, DMs. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't see it as being necessarily harmful. I think where it becomes harmful was the point that you raised, where you said about the, um, you know, when you're looking at, at pictures of people or stories and you're thinking, oh, man, you know, my life feels pretty crap in comparison to what I'm seeing on there. So what I would say is I think that sometimes that can have a a knock-on effect to things like your mental health.
1: Gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Massively. Your
0: mental health. And in particular for again, I'm bringing it back to our young people because I'm so worried for them with things like this, you know, they're worried
1: for me. No, we're all right. We <laughs> know scared. a lot of this BS, but you know, yeah. when you're a
0: teenager and yeah. you're so yeah. impressionable and, and yeah. people are bullying you or you're seeing stuff mm. on there and you're feeling so pressured. I mean, I don't have the specific, the statistics, but I do know that the levels of suicide amongst um, youngsters have increased as a result of social media bullying or, or, or yeah. profiling or trolling, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So I would say if we're talking about the dangers of, of social media, I would throw that into mm, there. Yeah. In terms of the dating side of thing, I think it's, it's neither here nor there, really, if you're willing to use Tinder or
3: yeah.
0: wherever else, you know.
2: I think I like the older generation who use apps like Instagram and other social media apps because I feel like the innocence is what I like. Like somebody's grandma might have like three followers. Oh, got like yeah. A she's posting her cat. Of she's posting family. her tea. She's got a selfie, <laughs> a little bit crooked, the eyes like somewhere else. I like that because they're doing it out of joy. Yes. But now I feel like people who are very intuned into Instagram, it's much of an ego lick. Oh, it I'm is. I'm going to post this because I, I want to see how many likes I can get. Always mm. oh, like, you know when people say things like... If I don't post a selfie of my food, did I really go out to eat? If I don't post oh, a notorious I selfie know. in Thailand, did I really go to Thailand? Yeah, you it's really so did. Pathetic. You need somebody else yeah. to say, yeah. It's for you to it's self validation. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so
0: all of us just... are guilty of it in some way, shape, or form. I'm gonna yeah, throw true. that in the self-validation, ring there. Self validation,
3: but also self expression. I think what's yeah, fantastic gonna... about Instagram is that you get to take the picture, you get to control it. It's not something your friends took, even if it, you know it's a selfie yeah. or a picture that you took. You get to edit it exactly how you want. I know I'm coming from the photographer's point. No, of but it. I very <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, and I also think as well, like it has its place, and I just mm. think, especially like with your career and like it, we're so much better like connected now. Like yeah, definitely. I probably wouldn't be sat in this room with you lovely ladies had I not had social media. Yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. like, the truth Definitely. of it. Yeah. So, like, I do think it 100% has its place. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that, like I say, when you're at home, you're feeling a bit down, it's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I also think it kind of kills conversations, like, when you actually meet people. Because, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. literally, I will meet people. that like I'll go home. So i maybe go home, like, four times a year, if that. And I'll go home and I'll be like, hey, like, what have you been up to? And they kind of look at me like, why don't you know? And it's like,
0: Were you're not following me. Yeah, on Facebook? it's a bit like, <laughs> I'm a
1: stalker. Or, or like, if I meet up with a friend and I'm like, oh, how was your holiday? Because I've seen they're on holiday. And I'm actually almost a little bit afraid to be like, sorry, where did you go? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, oh, crap, I knew I should have looked at that before I met her. Or like, people say to me, like, I'll say, oh, I did this. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm so, <laughs> really well. Also, it's Done. really difficult if
3: you... I don't share everything I do on social media. I, you know, I pick a few highlights. Yeah. But what I'm doing is I'm very, like, private. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> About what I like to do. So I'll... But I always make sure that there's something going on. Because I'm happy to share... I don't Know a cute dog that is, oh, I always happen to show cute dog <laughs> but um, but then people will assume that they know what happened on a trip, yeah, yes. what yes. I did last week, and I think, well, no, all the good stuff wasn't on there, yeah, yeah exactly. And another Story. thing as well is that
0: Instagram be... investigators, ah, uh, you see, I'm not on Instagram yet, I'm gonna have to get on there because everyone talks about it. But Instagram investigators, <laughs> what's that? So basically, it's like when you are, but I have it,
2: it's a good skill actually. So you're very good at investigating on Instagram, I'm so good that I have. Have a second instagram account that nobody will ever know yeah. do
3: you mean stalker no no <laughs> because, stalker. because i
2: take pride in this it's an instagram investigator stalkers
3: with pride get to be good inst- <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a
2: stalker i just like collect my information when it's relevant so i don't stalk for fun so like you'd be noticing duty. that i'm
3: only putting like one no like let's say you had a problem of my day in and people with think a it's guy right yeah I'd figure it out for you free of charge <laughs> oh isn't that what Kim Kardashian Agony eat, all, was to eat your heart out yeah. that's what Kim Kardashian was doing with the voicemail when she used to sell that as like one of her services mm. no no you know mm. like that mm. when she was like a PA to Hilton and stuff she could hack into people's voicemails so she'd hack into like all her girlfriends uh, yes, cheating girlfriends yes, yes yes you're I'm like really the Insta Kardashian investigator call me I-K. 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 IK
0: IK I love how she's just announced that now. <laughs> yes.
3: Anyone <But> following
1: me? I'm now.
3: I think we're all I mean we're all on a massive learning curve because this has happened very quickly there's a complete change to everyone being on social media but I do see everyone becoming much much better at learning that our first instinct, of course, is always to follow the pretty, prettiest people because that's who we compare ourselves to. We're not comparing ourselves to the ugly ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were, But because of that, we've realised we're not finding that middle area where we are. You know, that that middle area that you find if you grow up in a small village, you're like, oh, she's the prettiest, she's the ugliest. Yeah. Where do I fit in? So because... And then I think the automatic thing was just to follow loads of, like, real woman accounts where someone's just, like, ugly in every picture. And then that doesn't make us feel good either. And eventually I think we're really starting to hone in on our own personal feeds. And I know, for me and my photography one i love opening like every day it's only national geographic street photographers of the yeah. world it's every it kind of person to what, yeah. that yeah. i love the images of and it makes me feel good every day and as soon as one does i don't start like i'm not enjoying their pictures i'll just unfollow them yeah. take them off yeah. and then have good a separate it, account really. where i follow everyone politely yeah <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just want to that'll be, be the one you're following so. me on Maybe. lovely be, could be, could
2: be. <laughs> i just want to add on to what you said robin when you said about instagram being a creative space and for jobs mm. and stuff mm. i think the only thing that needs to be very clear is the distinction between instagram for work and instagram for life because when you have younger generations and they see bloggers youtube personalities yes. mm. celebrities yeah. their life looks so glitz and glam and that their, their life almost doesn't look like work
1: yeah. So you're comparing mm. your
2: life your somebody's work to your life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Even of course. It's somewhere where you can express yourself and stuff. The life that they live isn't the life that you live. And you're comparing something that is two worlds apart. And I don't blame it because I do it as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think we all do people. to a certain
0: level, yeah. Do you know what
2: I mean? You see some of a Gucci bag and then it's an L V bag and then it's a Chanel bag and and you're just like, How? But our lives are different. It's not the same. Yeah. And I feel like some people know that and their self-expression... I'm not saying that they should dilute their
1: self at all. No. But
2: if you have a huge following, I think you need to be more aware of the
1: message that you're sending. Yeah, also, can I just say, hmm. a lot of them, like you say, like, oh that one had the Gucci and then this. they probably got the four bags lined up probably still got the tags on yeah. 100% and they've yeah. changed their <laughs> outfit they've moved around a little square taking all the photos <laughs> like, I'm going to be yeah. honest no, it happens. it's, it's, it's it happens. a job that's what
3: people don't know Yeah, but that's again, I do think that brief. Instagram have done a great thing with forcing everyone to have a sponsored or ad if you are doing that because a lot of this it is work it's PR yeah. work and those companies are lending clothes and I don't see I don't have any problem me neither i think um, it's great i love it being open yeah but i do sometimes wonder if it's our generation that's having all the issues because all we do is talk about like oh these young people how are they growing up but because they've grown up with it they, they don't know, know anything any different. it's us yeah. that having identity crisis going oh my god i don't look like her why that not whereas so they grow true. up and they go oh of course it's, it's yeah not really what really i would right, say why? is
0: yeah. that i think what we need to to take it back to as well as i think we need to realise that we want to enjoy experiences more. So, for Mm. example, when you mentioned the point, Francis, about going on a holiday and stuff, of course, I mean, we all post up pictures and stuff, but sometimes you'll spend so much time taking the photos and and editing them to post up on social media. You're missing the horizon around you. You're missing the canyons. You're missing the beach. You're missing actually, you know, you're there, but you're not really there. Not fully present. You're so focused on trying to impress everybody else back home and make people envious Mm. that you're not not living in it and you're not actually enjoying that experience so I think that is something that really is key that all of us should at least take away and and have a think about that there's nothing to say that you can't post up some pictures when you get back to your hotel room or even when the holiday's finished or whatever but you know enjoy that moment and I'm saying that as someone who is so guilty of that I went up to Northumberland last year with my aunt and my two cousins and it's absolutely stunning there looking at castles and lots of other things and on the drive down she's telling me the historical facts about these different places and I'm sitting there on my phone on Facebook and she was like Cheryl you know can you focus on put the phone away for two minutes and then you feel really bad and I thought you know what she's absolutely right I am missing out here so yeah that's that's something i think that we could all kind of take and i away. think
3: we can also just section our time on it that's something i do um because it is a part of my career um and you know there's almost it's endless how long i could spend on it to try yeah. and further my career so mm. i have like these set routines where i do uh if i'm traveling so i'll be posting on both accounts so i have one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening and everything in the middle is, is not allowed at all. And I also... That's oh, yeah. good, actually. That's I a good idea. Uh, I don't have, like, a SIM card wherever I go. I just wait until I'm a place with Wi-Fi, so I can't. And connect, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. that's what I do, yeah. I have this amazing app called Forest. This is not product placement. I just uh, downloaded it and tried it. And you plant a tree for as long as you want to be off your phone. And oh. if you enter your phone or try and do anything on it, your tree dies. And I am a nature lover. <laughs> and even though it's a virtual tree, if you like get lots of points, you can have different types of trees. And you can plant your own forest. Uh, and so it's like five minutes or two hours. Oh, and my just God, set the I timer love this. And That's a every idea, actually, and like, isn't it? what is horrific, and I thought I was good. Like, I really do have set times. I will be sitting there doing my work, and I'll just pick up my phone and see it says, your tree's about to die. And I'll realise that I did it without thinking. Yes. Yeah. I picked yes. up my phone just to see... Did.
0: What? Well, I mean, I I check mine first thing in the morning. How sad is that? Literally, the alarm goes, turn the alarm off, and then I think, oh, I've got some notifications in the bar. Who's been posting what? Because a lot of my friends are in the Caribbean or the United States, so the time difference and stuff. My friends aren't, and I'm still on it. It's crazy. Yeah.
3: So bad. And they're like, what are you doing up? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs>
0: ignoring
2: everyone's
3: messages, move. I, move. <laughs> I do the whole like I go in the shower and put the kettle on, and then when I come down and put my coffee in the pot, because I like to get up super early, because I shoot super early, um, or I'm researching at home, so I just yeah. need to stay in that routine. And uh, and only when, like, the coffee is brewing will I start on then the phone. But I will be there for an hour. Yeah, yeah, doing oh, yeah. yeah. I'm doing dribble
0: half the time. Okay. It's just yeah. scrolling it's just on 50. timelines.
3: <laughs> so this chat today and our social disconnect. So I feel like we are all learning as humans how to deal with this new uh, interactive world we live in. Uh, And it sounds like we're all sort of monitoring ourselves as well, which is quite nice. A sort of self-management of Mm. whether we are obsessed and addicted. Uh, Will any of you be going on a little mini break from your social media? I'm
0: going to try. I really (laughs) am. I'll tell you what I'm going to try to do because I'm an insomniac. Mm. um, I've been told by people that the blue screen, it's not good to be looking at that just before you go to bed. So so I think I'm going to try and say an hour for now. So, yeah, I mean, I go to bed anytime between midnight and one o'clock, to be honest, the most nights. Um, so I think by about 11 o'clock, yeah. right, shutdown time. Yeah. There's nothing that urgent on Facebook yeah. that requires my, yeah. my, my comments or replies to. And see if that makes a difference, just on a health side for me. Yeah. If I can get yeah. more sleep, then... I won't be as half be right dead by yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon. Follow oh, on.
1: definitely. <laughs> will. I, um, I started the thing, actually, my new year's resolution was no phone in bed. Oh, that's a good and one. And so it really makes a difference to your sleep. Like you yeah. won't believe it, but it also makes a difference to your day because you don't wake up and start scrolling through. Mm. Yeah. And like, also I'm so bad at getting up. So actually having my phone at the other side of the room means I have to get up to turn the to alarm, turn the alarm
0: off. off. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And, maybe like the last two weeks, it started to like slip back in just because I've been like busy or I'm just making excuses, I'll be honest. But like, yeah, in my head I'm like, oh, I'm really busy. Like I'll have to email this person or, you know, like if you know you're working that day and you're like, oh no, I haven't checked that email. Where is it? Um. But actually you can have your shower, you can get ready and then you can deal with it. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'll, like I always try and do a detox. I do always try. (laughs) But I find it hard, like I say, for a yeah, career because things move so fast. Like someone will put up literally on their Instagram story, like looking for a presenter. In fact, it's happened yeah. for a job for Women in Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women in Power. <laughs> uh, women of Power, um, yeah, so I was like saw it on like my Insta story, literally messaged straight away and um the wonderful Priscilla got back to me and was like, I'm really sorry, it's already gone. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, it literally goes so. Yeah, things fast. are in the moment, that's true. So, you like, do so want to be able to So, then it's keep... a hard one because yeah, then you're like, oh, I missed it.
3: So, how are you yeah. going to deal with it next week when you're on a holiday? Have you got a plan of how you're dealing with your social media when you're there?
1: Right, so I'm actually in the middle of doing a 90 day challenge, okay? So, I'm basically doing 90 days to change your life. Bit oh. extreme. So it's basically <laughs> a video I'm putting up every day yeah, on Instagram.
3: I these, but I didn't know what the 90 day challenge part was. Yeah,
1: so it was basically, um, I realised that it got to like February and mm. I hadn't actually done any of my New Year's resolutions apart from the phone one. Yeah. And was like, I think the problem is, is in January, you're like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, but actually, you've got a whole year to achieve mm. it. And so then, you're like, nah, I don't need. You can
0: just push it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, cool. Like, so I can just go <laughs> on a crash
1: diet. It'll be, it'll be fine. Like, I don't need to be healthier. Um, so yeah, I was like, actually, and then I read this article, and it basically said that ninety days is enough time to see a difference. So it's not like you could say thirty days, but really, it's not actually achievable. No, that's,
0: a, that's true. Yeah. Um,
1: so the I did it, like ninety days time. to basically devote to my career and to me. That's basically what I'm doing. So then, it's funny you mention holiday because I've got, like, five days left of my challenge on holiday. Mm. So I obviously still have to do a video every day and upload it. um, But obviously on the beach... (laughs)
3: But yeah, be nice it'll be really yeah. nice
1: but then yeah like you see i have to just be really cautious that i do the video put it on my phone and, then, and upload it and yeah. then i'm done yeah. for the day enjoy
0: so. the rest of the time yeah. enjoy the scenery of the day and
3: there is a bit of satisfaction when you've got it all there ready to post and you wait until you've got wi-fi and then yeah <laughs> done. Yeah. yeah how about you yeah. Miner? Yeah. Well, I've like been... Big... I mean, how can uh, an Instagram investigator have a break you show this is not exist? All right, let me just briefly... It's not for it's
2: me never off the, the people. Clock. It's not for me to talk to people.
3: Like, you I know,
2: know, you don't, do don't do enjoy it. it at all, no? Not, not at all. I just love the people.
0: She's people. all about the people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't, I haven't paid my phone bill for like three months, so they cut me off. So I'm been using my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the answer.
0: Oh. This is the way forward. That is an option. My (laughs) mum paid for me because
2: she's like, I can't not be not getting this. Fight the system. So yeah, literally fight system, don't put So she brings my bill and I'm back on. But I'm so used to being out and about and not having Wi Fi not having connection. I'm always like, oh let me ring oh Google credit okay, cool. So <laughs> It's still perfect. So it's not right? quality, yeah. paid, so I'm absolutely fine. So go me.
3: Yeah. I love that. Honestly <laughs> no. the best times I have travelling are when I don't have it and I meet people who have bought sim cards and they're like portable Wi Fi I'm like, what no? I thought we were all just here to pretend we did not live in the real I'm world. Syndrome, right? <laughs> don't have music in
2: anymore looking out the window smiling
3: Jesus you're just way too much oh. I couldn't live without my music it gets day. me through the day no, uh, well thank you so much for all of the great chat ladies um, I really hope that you've enjoyed our very first official conversation podcast Woo! Absolutely have. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, if you have enjoyed listening to us uh, prattle on for a mm. little bit uh, please do give us five stars not four stars they don't help just contact us, you got some issues, okay? <laughs> uh, five stars or nothing, uh, and subscribe because there's loads more coming up. This is one of many, uh, and I've really enjoyed having this chat. So I feel like I've dealt with a lot of issues like as well. And uh, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, <laughs> Cheryl's just telling me to uh, follow us on social media, please. It's at Women of Power UK. Uh, ladies, any last thoughts? In the last comments um
0: just yeah just have a little bit of think about what we discussed with the social media Yum. don't don't take it too seriously take it with a large pinch of salt enjoy it for what it's worth but if you can take a little bit of a break from it now and again just to protect your sanity if nothing else yeah. then uh, yeah.
3: do it go for it <laughs> I'm
0: going to give it a try and I'm an addict so if okay. I can do it so can you
3: <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we're all just doing our best that's the point we're yeah. all trying things in different ways but if we share our tips and goals and targets then we'll be too embarrassed of her <laughs> <see>. <laughs> high five
1: high five, high five. High
3: five. Woo! Excellent. thank you
0: thanks for listening bye